Have you dragged someone in their grief? Tis, 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 shame on you. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, August the 2nd. We are back in the studio rocking and rolling. Guys, we're at episode 103, and I want to get right into this topic because I am fuming. Yes, I am fuming. I am feeling very irritated, very triggered, and hmm, I guess I would say annoyed and disgusted is probably also a word. And what are we talking about? As you heard, we're getting into this subject. Where is that line between humanity and I guess I would say just plain out being an ignorant person? It's somewhere between that. And so I'm I'm triggered because of this. So I have a, a friend someone who is a, a woman of color, a black business owner, and I have to add that in so that this can all come together full circle. She's a black business owner, does her thing, phenomenal at what she does. And I'm going I'm to leave out the service because if you listen to this and you're from our area, then you probably know who she is. And, and I told her I was going to talk about it on my podcast. I didn't say I would talk about her business or her name per se, but I've sat back. And as someone on social media, you can see what people show you. And so this person, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know the exact time, maybe let's just say two months ago, perhaps. And again, forgive me if I say the wrong date, but she unfortunately suddenly lost her mother. But prior to that, I believe she herself actually was sick. And so this is a, a business owner who provides a service. So it's a service-based business. That means that her business, no other employees, so her business only thrives and can can flow if she's present. So you can imagine that if this person becomes ill, then that is a disruption to their service. So anything that was planned or on the schedule prior to these things happening becomes null and void to an extent. And then there becomes a disruption in that plan. And so, like I said, she was, she wasn't well. And then I think that caused some disruption to the schedule and so forth. But then after that, her mother unfortunately passed away. And when I saw this, because she provides this service for me and I've been in her presence and we've had conversations and I've heard her speak about her mother, et cetera. And so it hurt me. Instantly, I felt hurt. And so this is where I get into these debacles and these these tug of war feelings, because I said this to her today. I don't know if it's because of me being a human being or because I actually am a part of the bereaved community that I am able to extend a certain level of empathy and compassion and understanding because it's frustrating to me to see people treat people who are going through difficult times as if nothing changed in their life. And so that's what we're getting to today is that where do we find that balance of continuing to want our expectations met based on the services that we we pay for. Because I believe that there has to be deposits put in place, whether that's a full payment or a partial payment, there's there's money exchange exchanged in order to reserve your service. So I've exchanged this money. 
say it's in this particular case that I'm speaking of, it's $55. I pay $55. Two months ago, I expect to have this service on X date. You go through as the service provider, life happens, you deal with some tragedies. Now I'm in a position where I'm like, hey, like, I kind of want my money back. I kind of want to do this and do that. And then I feel like society hasn't given us enough space for grace to take place. I didn't mean for them all to rhyme like that, but for real, I don't think that society has taught us and shown us enough to give us that, that space to say, hey, I understand you're going through a difficult time. Get with me when you can. Now, I understand some people don't have it like that. So $55 might be a lot of money to some people. But that, again, is where it comes down to this dollar amount being more important than humanity and just being an empathetic human being comes into place. So people, to my surprise, were hassling her, were giving just no level of of empathy and patience. But today, what I saw really, so again, I get it. We pay for something. We want our money. We, you know, I don't, I can't speak for how the communication is or isn't. But what I, what I am going to speak about is one, the service provider and what she could be going through and how difficult this can be. And from conversation with her, knowing that it is, and then the person on the other end, not really knowing how to go about that. So you, you want your, you want your money back or, or you want the service or what have you, but it's like, can we adjust to change when it comes to tragedy or do the same rules just apply no matter what? I don't care what happened in your life, sis. I want my money back, period. This is how people have been treating her, and I feel disgusted by it. It's it's a service that, and, and no, shade, no shade to you, you can get it done somewhere else. And she has posted, I saw where she was saying, I will give refunds. I'm giving refunds. Like, give me some time. I'm trying to figure this out. I have so much going on and it's just me. So we're not talking about a big corporation. We're not talking about a company that even has one employee or two employees. It's just her. I said she was sick. And then I said her mother passed away. I didn't say she just said, eh. Eh, I don't feel like it today. I- I'll get to you when I get to you. Like, this is real life stuff. Her life as she knew it prior to these losses, this loss will not be the same. But we're still expecting that same level. Today, the reason why, again, I keep getting back to that, it kind of set me off is because the person, she shared it on her story. The business owner shared it on her story. Basically, like the receipts, if you will, to showing how this person, that had the audacity to air quotes drag her, try to drag her, was actually in the wrong. She actually submitted her payment with a different name, and so therefore it was declined by the business owner prior to all of this even happening. But her posts were like, this is, see, this is why I don't deal with black business owners. This is why we got to go through this and that. You need, this is, this is where it was, guys. You should have your affairs in order. Wow. Wow. I I would really want to know what levels of tragedy did this person who had the audacity to say that to somebody, I'm talking weeks after they just lost their mother? You need to have your affairs in order? Okay, listen. 
we're not talking about somebody who's just going to work their nine to five, punch the clock if, if tragedy happens. And I'm speaking for myself because, listen, I'm a person who, who goes into work. And when things happen, I'm not an entrepreneur in that way where that's my sole, my sole income or my sole business. So I can say, hey, I'm going to take some days off from work and my bereavement policy. But do business owners even have that? Do they even have I complained about the bereavement policies for corporate America but now I'm open to this idea and thinking about it that how does a creator, how does a, a person that's a, a creative, an entrepreneur, this gifted person manage that? How do you really prepare for that kind of thing? If you're just growing your business and you're doing your thing and you haven't gotten to the point where you have clients, I mean, excuse me, you have employees and all these things. What the heck do we expect from these people? I, I, I'm just baffled by the audacity. I keep saying that. And so it then and then this is the thing. It becomes black business owners why why is it that because we deal with so many businesses on an everyday basis whether that's comcast whether that's right a wherever it is do we say like i'm so tired of these corporate business owners this is why i don't deal with them and this and that like it's always we want to just give that short in and put it in this whole category that the reason why this person wasn't able to handle business and the transactions to your expectation is because they're black that Ladies and gentlemen, has set me off. That is just so far from true. It's sometimes there's not in this case, but sometimes there's just professionals who aren't professional. There are professionals who aren't trained, who don't know or unaware or just haven't arrived to that point in their business or their career just yet. And this isn't the cl- the case here because I saw multiple posts where she's requesting money, telling people, hey, it would be easier for you to just request the money back from me and then I can give it to you. She didn't mean for this to happen. You think she wanted her mom to pass away and then for her business to just pretty much be falling apart because of all of this dysfunction that's happening? Absolutely not. We've got to realize that the expectation that we had for for that service to be exchanged and also for the person is is different. And so for you, if you're a business owner, if you're somebody who had plans, whether that's a trip or, or again, you were going to be providing a service or you had a guest appearance to do or whatever you had to do. If you can do it still, then great for you. But not everybody is built that way. Not everyone is. If I had to deal with something customer facing now, what she provides is a very intimate service. And so if her feeling changes mid attempt to give you this service it's going to be an even bigger problem trust me you ain't going to want to walk out there looking halfway done during this service so wouldn't you much rather the person say hey I'm not my best self right now I'm still navigating through this this grief is something that I've never experienced before I don't know if I'm coming or if I'm going so honestly the priority isn't to respond to you and so I don't really know exactly how that will be received because I understand we have an obligation as an entrepreneur. We have an obligation as a person who has then accepted money from people, but it's not like she vanished. So if she would have just vanished into thin air and you never saw her on social media, or there was no way to contact her. Then I can understand maybe you being like, Hmm, like I get it. You going through this, but I, I kind of need to know what's going on with my money or, or what's the situation because I need to, to move on or what have you. But in this situation, Listen, I'm coming down from the rant. I was feeling real fired up, guys, and I had to jump into that because I I think it just makes me more and more mad that we don't show 
or we aren't shown what it really looks like to be grieving enough that we can then build up our tolerance, our understanding, our ability to lean in. Because what I would have rather someone said to her, that person who decided to drag her because she was a black business owner that, oh, I know other people that use her and this and that. And but it was the response, a lack of response that could hopefully be minimized and alleviated to some extent if we know what it really looks like. If you know that she's probably crying her freaking eyes out every single day, every thought of her mom is really painful. Where does she go from here? What does she do? The passion that she had for the business that she has created. I mean, she loves her business. And so the passion that she has put into that might not be there. And that can be scary to her, too, because she's not used to feeling like that. She's learning a new her. And so if you are her, if you're a her, if you can see or hear her story in your own, then I want to tell you, you don't owe anybody anything. If the business falls apart, then so be it. You are a human and you have been broken. Your life has been infiltrated. And so you need time. You need space. And what that's going to look like for you is going to be different. Some people can just hop back in and keep it pushing. And even those people, I still would, would, would urge you to extend grace to them as well because no two days are the same johnny might have been good giving you that fresh cut today after he lost his mom or his dad passed or his boy got killed or something like that and tomorrow he might say i'm, I'm closing my book i can't do anything we've got to learn how to pivot and stop asking people who are so hurt to pivot as much as we would like them to to our liking we are people and this is life and we don't have that much control Really, those types of things we don't have control over. But even the things that we do think that we do have control over, a lot of times that's circumstantial. So I can be my best self if it's sunny and shiny outside. But if it's pouring rain, then that might affect my mood. And so things might be different. So let's look at grief and loss in that same way. Someone could be rocking and rolling and thriving one day. And then when this dark cloud of grief comes over their lives, things change. And so I really hope that that makes sense because I'm going to dig into this deeper and I'm going to try to get a guest on the show that we can talk about this more because I haven't really considered so much how it affects the entrepreneur because when my grandmother passed, I was an entrepreneur, but I was backed by business partners and other people that were able to do a lot. So it wasn't just a one person show. When it's a one person show, that's a whole different story. And also... The business owner then has to keep a certain level of professionalism because they don't want to prove you right, if you will, and curse you out. Because I'm telling you right now, that messages that I saw on that Instagram story, guys, you probably never even heard me curse. I'm not even that type of person that doesn't really, that's not really a part of my personality. But if I lost my mother and you came at me like that over $55, I would have cursed you out and it probably would have went further than that. Because you got to remember that that person is dealing with a level of emotional deficiency that you just might not be aware of. So when you get to that level of depletion, then it's kind of like fair game. So I applaud her for not dragging the woman back and just posting it to show this is how people are. And hopefully by her exposing that situation, it can then convict some people who might have felt a way about it. And listen, I'm a person. I, I We have money. She has our money, too. But it's like, listen, we're going to figure this out. And we actually haven't even gotten a service done by someone else yet because we're just trying to like wait and see 
what's going on like when, when when might she be ready to go back like it's just a loyalty that comes with that as well and so I hope that makes sense I know it was kind of like a tangent and a little different style for the grief bully but I'm feeling real bullish today and I'm feeling like people are bullying my people in their grief and I'm not with that and so I'm really hoping that this can help us say hey how about I say what could make this easier for you? What what would I need if I was in that sister's position? What would be something that would be beneficial for me? And then if it's you, you can say, you know what? I'm going to take all this pressure off my back and I'm going to get to it when I get to it. It's just what it is. Some people don't really understand that, but the sun don't rise and shine on you. So pivot, move on, figure it out, and stop dragging people and putting them in this category that they are falling short because they are a black business. That in itself is just disgusting, and I don't even have the time to go through all of that and go off on that in the way in which I would want to. We're going to continue to do better and and lean in together, but I wanted to drop this episode because it was very present and something that was at the forefront of my mind and make sure that we're understanding what that can look like. So with that being said, my In Love and Memory segment this week is going to go out to her mother. I believe her name is Teresa and I don't want to say last names or anything like that, but our love of memory segment is definitely with you and your family during this time. May your mother continue to rest well. May God give you the strength that you need to persevere through this both personally and professionally. And so from the Grief Bully Podcast, you have our love, our support, and our continued prayers. Guys, make sure you subscribe, hit that button, leave a comment. Let me know your thoughts. Has this happened to you before? Have you? Do you feel convicted and challenged that you treated someone in a way where the empathy was eh, just lacking just a little bit where you could have done better if you knew better. So now that you know better, I'm challenging you to do better. While you're at it, what are you doing? Make sure you follow me over Instagram. I hang out there the most, constantly posting different content, quotes, reels, IGTV, all of that good stuff to make sure that as a grief community, we continue to fight this thing together because we're absolutely stronger together. Guys, follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know, love and light. Peace.